So, Monica, what do you do? Uh, I am a uh, chef at a restaurant uptown. Oh, good for you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Mostly because I get to boss people around, which I just love to do. <laughs> How you doing? And welcome to the podcast that'll be there for you like we've been there before. It's Friends of the Podcast, a best film ever Friends retrospective. My name's Ian. And I'm Georgia. Bit of a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. But the, the, you got to keep the, the how you doing part. It's just about, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Second go. It's, it's been a while. Yeah. How you doing? All right. Yeah. I've got a bit of a cold, I think. Yeah. My throat's a bit scratchy, which is not ideal timing because I've got a show next week. You have a show next week, and we're recording this just before you go for a rehearsal. Yeah. So we've just sat through uh, the one with two parts. The one with two parts. Mm-hmm. Aptly known because it's got two, two parts. parts. The problem is that they would do later ones with two parts as well. Ah, uh, okay. So we're kind of in a bit of a, we don't really know what to do with this because it's, we're going to review both parts of it. Mm-hmm. And then I think I think they're both two, I think they're standalone episodes. We have women overarching story in a couple of places. Yeah. So we'll treat it as sort of two episodes, but we're only going to do one water cooler segment. But we'll talk about both winners. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's go ahead. What was going on in the world? February twenty third, nineteen ninety five. This is the next episode from the one with the candy hearts, mm-hmm. which is the last one we did. Yeah. But it is two weeks later in real time. Okay. So in, in the world in which yeah, I, yeah. I was watching this, yeah. this was two weeks after, February 23rd, two weeks after the last episode, so February 9th. So what's going on in the world? Uh, for what it's worth, Andrew Wiggins, uh, the Canadian number one NBA draft pick by the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, was born in Toronto, Ontario on this day. Uh, we've got some songs. Uh, the UK song Remains Think Twice by Celine Dion, which I went ahead and listened to just to see if I could uh, – <laughs> if I could uh, – sort of figure this out and uh no it's like a really bad like don't speak by no doubt which i think comes out months after this but it's the same idea when she says take a think twice it's think twice before you leave me kind of a thing Mm -hmm. so uh the canadian number one song is called the canadian (laughs) song is bang and blame by rem which i've i listened to it i've never heard the song before in my life quite the song, but apparently it was the number one song in my country wow as I am 16, like I, I'm, I'm like, no, not quite 16, almost 16. I am peak radio listening age. Yeah. Like music should be, it is like being aimed at me. Mm. And no, another thing. <laughs> the Australian number song was Another Night by Real McCoy. It was a dancey kind of track that I was familiar with. Right. But the best of the bunch is actually the American number one song, Take a Bow by Madonna. Okay. Take a bow, the party's over. Man. Ah, it's not bad. As far as Madonna <laughs> songs go, dude, yeah, it's not, it's not bad. Uh, number one movie, unfortunately, was the Brady Bunch movie. So it's not a good time for cinema. No. One we will definitely not be featuring on Best Film Ever. I didn't <laughs> mind it. it. It was okay, but there's no way it's ever getting seen. No. On a, that. So what we've skipped, uh, oh, sorry, we did skip 
Oh my bad. You know, we 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 uh, just two weeks later. It's not the next episode. I'm talking. Uh, I'm talking incorrectly because we did skip an episode. We skipped the one with the stone guy. Uh, okay, yeah. Which was John Lovitz as the guest star. John Lovitz, if you've been listening to the recent BFE uh, episodes, was the guy who played the other wedding singer in the Wedding Singer. Yeah. Yeah. So the deep dive. Let's jump in. Could we be any more excited? Uh, both parts were written by David Crane and Marta Kaufman, the, the showrunners, the creators of Friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Michael Lembeck, who would ep- direct 24 episodes in total, most of them being um, a lot of season, uh, sorry, most of them coming in season two. Okay. He was Mr. Season two, basically, so much of it. And you might appreciate this. I thought it was in here for you. He's also the director of the Santa Claus 2 and the Santa Claus 3. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know how you liked it or not. We'll see. Um, so the cold open of the first part, Chandler and Joey are getting food. We find out they've been waiting 30 minutes, and they think they see Phoebe working there. And, of course, it's not Phoebe. This is the reveal of the crossover sometimes guest star, Ursula Buffet, mm-hmm. played, as luck would have it, by Lisa Kudrow. No. Yeah. Wow. What are the odds? That's insane. Yeah. yeah. So, um they ask her what are you doing here and she goes well it's close to my house and the aprons are cute <laughs> close to my place she's not my house. Yeah. and she goes can we just start over she goes okay and goes back to the uh literally goes back to the bar so they can start the conversation over again so she was on a show called mad about you yeah i just read about this and this restaurant is like their hangout in that show. Right. And Ursula is a recurring character as the negligent waitress. Right. So she's had a few runs at sitcoms before this because she had to go. She was cast in the original pilot for Frasier. Yeah. But was then replaced when it was picked up by, by the network. Mm-hmm. And it, she really felt bad because she thought that was her, her break. Yeah. And then Mad About You happens and she's got a recurring bit and she's all right. Yeah. She's all right. But then Friends happens, but she's still kind of doing both jobs. It's interesting, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. I, I, I can imagine if she had to choose one, we know which one it would have been. Yeah. But Mad About You was a, like, legitimately established show, and it was it's really kind of unusual. It's about a husband and wife, mm-hmm. and um, all they do is they sort of live their life childless. Childless. They're not trying to uh, have kids. They're just living, you know, what would a, a successful New York couple be like? Yeah. Uh, without all the other stuff and they're married so it's 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 not even like the will they won't they don't any big like relationship things they were there for each other yeah yeah so it was it was an interesting show one that maybe didn't get enough love although the uh, lead actress got won many emmys for it okay so um then we get the credits and the credits we know i noticed the clips from in episode were new they've been refreshed the shots by the fountain were the same which is fine because i like the the shots in the fountain from season one so that was that was interesting enough. Yeah. We go to the warm open, and Ross is telling everybody, my monkey is out of control. <laughs> He's deleting messages. Uh, Rachel says, well, I've done that. And he goes, and then he takes my newspaper, and, and, and he pees all over it. Over the crossword. Over the crossword, and, and Rachel asked him, no, she's never done that. <laughs> uh, Joey, uh, meanwhile, we get Joey, and we get uh, Chandler outside of Central Park looking in. Not a perspective we got too often. No, and I did enjoy that they changed the sound as well for this. Yeah, a little bit more muffled for yeah, the, yeah. yeah. And so they're sitting there going, you know, and this is only look, look the same. And Joey's like, no, Phoebe's Phoebe, but Ursula is hot. <laughs> uh, and they go in and they ask Phoebe, guess who we saw today? And her first guess, Liam Neeson. <laughs> 
And then I don't know who the second one was. The third was the woman who cuts my hair. But they said, Monica correctly goes, this could be a really long game. Can yeah. we narrow it down? And it was Ursula. And Phoebe's not excited about that. Nice. And her first question she asked is that <laughs> typical, you know, somewhat conventional female question in situations like this. Is she fat? <laughs> Joey says not from where I was standing. And the question, Phoebe, what was the problem with it? He goes, well, she was the pretty one. Mm-hmm. She was the first one to start walking. Um, which is a little bit weird considering what we'll find out later about Phoebe and her parents. But um, the, Ross can't unfortunately listen to any more of this. He has to go. He's got Lamar's class. Lamar's and he's class. mocked for going to Lamar's class because, you know, I guess it takes, this is the wording of it, takes Chandler back to high school days and says, well, <laughs> yeah. you know, I've got a, I've got homeroom, but I'll catch you in chemistry or something like Jim, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so we go, uh, he, he's, he's, they said, oh, you're going to do Lamas together as, a, as, a, as, as three of you? And he goes, yep, we've got mums, we've got dads, we've got the whole parenting team. And he's arguing that he's well adjusted, but he's put on what we're told is Monica's jacket. Now, David Schwimmer's far too big a man. There's no way that Monica's jacket would have fit him. No, and also I saw in the little goofs thing on IMDb, he actually puts the jacket on twice. Oh, does it really? seen beforehand when the face like focused on Rachel. You can see him put his arm into it, and then he obviously does it again. For oh, the, we, for we the call scene. that match on action. There's a mistake there, is there? Oh, there you yeah. Yes. Uh, we go to Lamar's class, and there's a couple who's having a boy and a girl, and Ross is trying to introduce everybody. And just <laughs> like on his date last time we spoke, yeah. or a couple of times, no, it was last time, he can't get the invitation, the introduction right, because he can't bring himself to verbalize that his ex-wife is now a lesbian and that Susan is her partner, lover, use whatever word you want to. Yep. Um, and it's a great three-person dynamic, though, as they're all saying lines really quippy back and like, <laughs> yeah. they're, like it, it's rapid fire, which must have taken a lot of skill yeah. from the three actors in question. Of, there's a couple of bits like that in this. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. in two different settings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when when everything looks really awkward, he just looks at the couple from earlier and goes, twins. That's like two births. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> Which is funny because, of course, Friends will feature an episode with three births. Yes. And another twin. They were a big fan of multiple births in Friends. Yeah. Because Monica and Chandler end up having twins, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we go to Chandler's office. And in the background, there is a Blue Jays hat, a yeah. Toronto Blue Jays, because Matthew Perry, although born in the United States, was largely raised and even played semi-professional tennis in uh, for, for Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think his dad was a diplomat. Right. And as a result, he grew up a lot of his life in Canada and resonated strongly as Canadian. Toronto Blue Jays won the World Series in 1992, 1993. So Makes sense. there we go. Yeah. Uh, he calls Nina in. Uh, it turns out she's been post-dating Friday's numbers, and that's throwing the weenus out of whack. Yep. And she looks, and there's a, there's a fun sexual chemistry between them. And he goes, yeah. what is your weenus? Your, your, your weenus? And she looks confused. He breaks it down to what it means. I didn't, uh, weekly, weekly earnings estimated. estimated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, And she goes, oh, I wouldn't want to do anything to hurt your weenus. <laughs> and obviously we cut. We're in Monica's apartment. He's been telling the story, and he's told you can't dip your pen in the company ink. No. It's awkward when you date people that you work with mm-hmm. when you no longer date them. Yep. Yeah, just saying. Yep. Yeah. Um, Marcel turns the TV to Spanish somehow. Um, Rachel is thrilled that Urkel in Spanish is still Urkel. <laughs> Most proper nouns are. Uh, the Christmas <laughs> lights. All of them, though, to be fair. The Christmas lights are up, and I just wanted to mention that because, oh, hang on. Are they out? No, they are still on. Are they still on? 
Yeah, I, when I came oh, they in, are. when I came in earlier, they're, like, they're going to make April, aren't they? And then my Christmas tree is still up. It's a little mini tree. I've had one pack of AA batteries in this battery pack. Yeah, not even good ones. No, I've got the rest of them in the unstable in front of you. It is just a generic supermarket brand. Yep. Um, of batteries, but obviously they are good ones. They are good because they have gone. We're going to make. Yeah, it's going to make April. They are going to make. I've April. got two days. Two days are going to be the day. Yeah, I've got two days to go. So it, I'm going to get energizer or duracell next christmas and see and what, see what happens yeah i mean these buns might still be on at christmas who knows <laughs> wouldn't that be so i had a house inspection yesterday i can only imagine what, what they thought they when they saw the christmas tree up <laughs> they must think i'm the laziest person ever you should have just left a note on, on well i just sent them a picture because my, my my garden wasn't uh wasn't uh taken care of yet because uh my gardener can't make it till till saturday so i'm like okay i'm gonna send you some pictures and i will send some pictures. by the way send him a picture of that to be like by the way seeing how long regarding the, the christmas tree i'm just seeing how long the lights are gonna go for i've got a pair <laughs> of double a batteries in there so um joey meanwhile uh, uh oh sorry so this is an argument about waiting to the christmas lights down and you know what i was really surprised because i thought this was a nothing storyline but this is going to be a bridge into episode yeah. two yeah. Which is really clever, actually, as mm-hmm. it turns out. Uh, very sitcom but at least it, it gives an organic reason to go. Yeah. Um, so, um, meanwhile, we go back to Riff. Well, we found Joey went back to Riff's, and he says, I think Ursula likes me. Instead of coffee, I got a tuna melt and four plates of curly fries. I'd be happy with that. He should not have pursued this further and just let it be a food hookup. Yep. Yep. I'd, I'd, tuna melts and curly fries are, like, two of my favorites. I haven't things. had a tuna melt for ever there is a absolutely hilarious home video of when we were on holiday once i think i was three and all i asked for was a tuna wall <laughs> is that right yeah because it, we were in like a, so a tuna mouth just it was it wasn't a hot one no. but it was a like that was all i asked yeah. for all holiday was tuna, right. tuna wall tuna wall <laughs> there's also a brilliant clip of me playing in a sand pit taking off my shoes and dad's obviously filming me and you can hear him behind the camera go and what did we just say to you george he goes and i just go I could take off my shoes. And he went, uh, no, George, we said you can't take off your shoes. And I just continued taking off my shoes and run away in the sand. <laughs> That's the sort of child it, I was. That explains a lot. Yep. <laughs> uh, so uh, Chandler suggests, hey, if you're going to go any further with this, you got to ask Phoebe for permission. He does. She clearly doesn't want to, but says, I'm not my sister's, in essence, I'm not my sister's keeper. You can yeah. do, do what you want. Now, it should be clear he's not... She's not thrilled about it. But on the flip side, I think he's okay now. He's done his bit. It's not for him to to interpret this. Yeah. No, she she did say yes at the end she of the need, day. Yeah. She needs to speak. She needs to speak her truth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I, you kind of see her sort of slink back in. And like Chandler's, not Chandler, Ross has got like his arm around her. And they're almost like, they're, they're almost cuddling on the couch. Mm-hmm. I've never been as close with my friends as the friends on Friends are. They are very close. They're yeah, very is. tactile. And then when they obviously all start dating, it's just become a little bit incestuous. Yeah, it's a bit it? weird. Like, it's a bit yeah. weird. Uh, we go back to Lamar's class. Uh, turns out Carol can't make it. So who has to perform the mommy role? Ross wants to play a sperm card one more time. I'm telling you, like I'm kind of there. But who? which one of them is actually going to be supporting her through the birth? Probably not Ross. Here's my counterpoint to, oh, I don't know about that, but here's my counterpoint to this. Yeah. Is there a chance, there's a non-zero percent chance Mm. that Susan could end up 
in the mommy oh, yeah, role yeah, in they, real life. They should both be doing it, yeah. Yes. Whereas there, there is a 0% chance that Ross will end up in the mommy role in real life. Yeah, no, no, no. Yes. But for this birth in particular. Yep, yep. Yeah. So that would be my thing. That would be my tiebreaker. But regardless, it's more it's funnier this way. So they get a lot of comedy out of Ross sitting down and spreading his legs. And like breaking the fourth wall. Because, yes, and he loses a coin flip in order to do this. Uh, and then the, the, the Lamaze coach comes in and goes, now imagine your vagina is opening like a flower. And there's a cutaway to Ross looking less than less than thrilled. And I'm like, you know, this is, you know, early 90s. But, but the guy's tightly wound as Ross. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Back to Chandler's office. His boss, whose name I didn't get, comes in. Uh, they've, they haven't seen an anus this bad since the 70s, so it's another funny... It was funny because he, he like, spelled out whatever... First, or and then they and, said the anus afterwards. It up, yeah. uh, annual new user statistic or it something like that. It gave you a second to be able yeah. to put, put it together, didn't it? Um, and so there will be cutbacks, and he goes, oh. And he says, have you ever had to fire anyone? And we smash cut the Chandler trying to fire Nina, and she touches his leg. <laughs> and then he looks at the leg... And he looks at her and decides, forget about it. I'm not firing you. Would you like to have dinner sometime? And, I mean, this is a bit trickier from this perspective in regards that it's like, like in modern day, you're just going, you're her boss. Yeah. Like, can't do that. This is rough. Like, you're you're probably getting done for this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there we are. Um, Especially with, especially with, oh, my word, with what happens down the line. Yeah. Oh, my word. Uh, we go yeah, back. Chandler loses his job for this escapade. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we go back to Central Perk, and Rachel's asking Phoebe what she wants for her birthday. The answer is for my mom to be alive and to enjoy it with me. <laughs> despite her. despite all the resentment about you know why they like Ursula, so the problem is the parent we see here doesn't line up with the parent parental experience that Phoebe sometimes delivers us. No, but outside of that, basalt. Yeah, yeah. I, love I some did. Basalt. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, enter Helen Hunt and Anne Ramsey. Now, these are the two women are from Mad About You. Yes. I, when I read that, I went, okay, that makes sense. That's why they got a cheer. But when they came in, I was like, I know they must have been someone because the audience cheered for them, but I didn't. I I'm didn't not know. sure if you saw this movie with her, but Helen Hunt has been on. We've done, we've done a Helen Hunt movie on the pod. Okay. Did you do Twister with us? Yes, I've okay. seen Twister. She's, she's the female lead who goes oh, chasing okay. after the storms. <laughs> I, I imagine she's considerably younger in Twister, though. No, no, no. No? She just Twister. Ooh, Twister's right around this time. I think Twister's probably probably filmed months before this. Oh, okay. Out of Twister. Twister might be 96. Really? Twister's 96. Wow. So she's probably filming Twister she just after quite, this breaks looks, up. Looks very different when yeah. she's not tracing a tornado. Yes. Yeah. Um, I can see it now. I can, can you? see it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't have put two and two together without what you're saying. They have a moment where they mistake Phoebe for Ursula. And when Phoebe's just like, oh. Good for you. That's a good... Because they don't tell her what their order is. And she goes, those are good choices. But she's clearly not a waitress in Central Perk because she's not even... She's not wearing an apron. She's literally carrying a half-drunk cup of coffee. Like, I mean, this is them obviously trying to bring over some of the Mad About You crowd to Friends. Yeah. Which is nuts because Friends is doing gangbusters at this point. <laughs> but... And bringing that audience over. And so you want these characters, especially you want that Ursula character to interact well, they're, ex- they're explaining why Ursula appears. Well, why Phoebe Buffet is in both, what effectively in both, why Lisa Kudrow is in both. Yeah, but you, you could have done that. You didn't have to do that. You could have just had them come over and you could have had them come over without the Ursula storyline happening on the other side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now there is a requirement that you have to sort of know who the, these people are. Yeah. For but Mad About You was, was, was a fairly big show. It was never Friends or Seinfeld or Cheers big. Yeah. But it was, it was, it was strong. Yeah. 
Um, and Helen Hunt won several Emmys, like I said, and she would go on to win the Best Actress Oscar at one point okay. for a movie that we haven't done the pod, but yeah. Um, we then go with uh, yeah. So everyone takes Phoebe's confusion as an interpretive for yeah, it's definitely her. <laughs> we go back to Monica's apartment. Chandler's still stalling on firing Nina, which Rachel collectively uh, correctly points out. Which, of course, will be made harder by you dating. Yep. Uh, enter Mr. Heckles. They're being too loud. His <laughs> cats can't sleep. And Rachel goes, you, you don't, don't have, have cats. cats. And he just deadpans, I could have cats. <laughs> I think Larry Hankin's great. He's brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he only gets nine episodes. That's sad. I'll tell In the episode where his run comes to an end, I'll explain why it came to an end. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Joey uses Phoebe as a body double for a birthday gift for Ursula. This is now, this just because you're twins, it doesn't yeah. mean that you're your proportion the same. No, I mean no. you would have been you're genetically the same. So yes. you, if you were to put on weight, you're most likely to put it on in the, in the same, same places. places. But the assumption that er, that they have the exactly identical the body same. mass yeah, indexes because no. they eat the same. Yeah. Yeah. When when Phoebe's a vegetarian. Yeah. But on the flip side, Ursula doesn't drink, as we find yeah. out. Yeah. Um. Chandler's never known. Oh, so we find out that, yeah, he's taking her to the ice capades, which surprises Chandler because he's never known Joey to pay for any sort of capade. <laughs> and then Phoebe lets it known that maybe I'm not cool with you dating my sister anymore. And Joey says, maybe I'm not cool with you not being cool about it. <laughs> and they have a fight. And meanwhile, Monica's been trying to knit. And it's that palpable knit tension woman, there. Knit. <laughs> knit good woman, knit. Which I didn't have written down, but I thought it was a funny line. It's funny. Uh, we go back to Chandler's apartment. Nina and Chandler are making out as his boss comes back in. Uh, and when he comes in, it's like, oh, and that behind there is the Chrysler building or whatever it is. <laughs> At which point you're like, you only, have, you only have conversations with people like that when you've walked in on people kissing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she would have no recollection of being fired at all, Chandler tells his boss, because, you know, she's got such a severe psychotic issue. She's had a psychotic break over yeah. being fired, yeah. And the boss goes, that's unbelievable. And Chandler goes, and yet, yet believable. believable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so the boss says, I guess you never really know what's going on inside someone's head. And Chandler responds with, well, I guess that's why they call it psychology, <laughs> Which sir. makes no, no sense. sense. <laughs> uh, back to Lamar's class. Um, they finished up. Everybody's there this time. Ross wants to throw the baby deep. Remember that for the second episode because yeah. they're going to come back to that. Yeah, yeah. Carol freaks out about she can't do it. They've just watched a video of a woman giving birth, obviously. Have you seen a woman giving birth before? Like a video of a My mom woman. made us watch Did it she? when we were like five. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, and like, like the camera's properly down yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, what is she doing? Have you seen one since? Like as an adult? Or is it just ingrained in your brain? I think it's just ingrained in my brain. Yeah. I think I, I, think I watched one during like... Uh, I watched one in a in a sociology class I had near the yeah, end yeah. of my Canadian version of A level, and then like there's also like if you watch Man with with a movie camera, mm-hmm. which, which is a Russian silent film. Okay, uh, it's called a City Symphony, and it, it talks about you know how everything's happening at once silently. Yeah, uh, but part of it is there's death and there's birth and birth. You actually see a baby coming out of the birth yeah. canal. So yeah, it's 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 fascinating. <sighs> it's 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 gross, is what it is. It's incredible. Like humans, the fact that humans have evolved to do that. Yeah, like yeah, fair enough. It's the, the, a body can do that is incredible. Yep. I yo absolutely. Yeah. I mean, 
can I, can I play the glad it's not me card? I mean, can I do I that? I mean, yeah, because yeah. I w- wish it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, Carol freaks out. She goes, hey. And Ross like, oh, are we okay? She goes, really? Is someone going, hey, is this your nostril? Do you mind if we push a pot <laughs> roast through it? I don't think Carol's very good in this. Her freak out is not no, believable. It's, not. it's What she's saying is believable. Yes, but her delivery is not very good. good. No. But... Her delivery is really more of because Susan talks her down, mm. and then we cut to, and she says, "The birth's just a day. We'll be parents for the rest of our lives." Cut to and Ross freaking Ross, out yeah. quietly, and again, it's another one of situations where we introduce a segment in one scene and we talk about it in the other. Yeah. So Central Park, he goes, "Wait, I, we kind of thought you realized you're having a kid." He said, "I realized I was having a baby. I didn't realize the baby was having me." And so the idea of what okay we have to get ready for a baby that's fine but how do you get ready to be a father and what does yep. that mean to make sure you don't screw up yep rachel's like you'll be a good dad and he says he can't get marcel to stop and i didn't catch what it was but there was some behavior Chewing the bath map that's it okay and then and then chandler goes you know some people were saying that babies and monkeys are different now <laughs> uh remember that for later yep <laughs> joey confirms uh at phoebe's request that he and Ursula have not slept together. Mm-hmm. Um, because Joey's still like a human being. Yeah. At this point. You know what I mean? Like later on it would be it wouldn't be like he goes, none of your business. Yeah. He'd have no problem in a, in a couple of seasons. <laughs> Back to Chandler's apartment and uh not Chandler's apartment, Chandler's office, and we find out that Nina says, I'm being avoided by everyone. And he's like, Well, they're just jealous of us. And I'm like, Oh, so this isn't a secret now. You're you're totally yeah. So how are you explain to your boss that you, are you hoping he's not in on the scuttlebutt? Hey Hermes. Um <laughs> You know you know what I mean? Yeah, must be. Um so that's yeah, true, but it doesn't explain why they're taking my scissors. And then when she goes, Well, you're getting a race. Which also doesn't explain why they're taking the scissors. But it's but just it's distraction, distraction, isn't it? Yeah. She goes, Oh my god. And so he makes the move to like like to intercom his secretary. Mm. And be like, you know, please, uh, can you put through the paperwork to pay, uh, you know, on on Miss? She had like a really strange last name, yeah. Book Belter or something like that. It was on, yeah, it's written down because she's billed, she's like she's called whatever she's called in the show several times. Yeah. And then the uh, uh, bookbinder. Bookbinder. And then the credits just listed her as, as, her as Michelle. What? Yeah. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. I'm going to call her Nina if I can. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then the, the Helen goes, should we put her site profile through to personnel? And Jennifer just goes, Helen drinks. <laughs> and when that's not enough, he goes, will you marry me? And we cut to Monica's apartment to find out the end of the story. Nina has stapled Chandler's hands to the table. So especially when you find out that, you know, yeah, you started a relationship with your boss. Yeah. At which point he tried to offer you a raise, but then he fired you. Yeah, that's not going to go. You're fired for this. Yeah. Um, Monica still can't change the TV. Phoebe still hates all of this. Everything with Joey. And we find out that Ursula has constantly stolen things from her. Her Judy Jetson thermos. Which she threw under a bus. Yep. And then, was it Randy Brown, I think his name was? Potentially. Yeah. And who was it? And he goes, have you ever had a boy who is your boyfriend, but also your best friend? And Monica and Rachel went, no. And I went, oh. I'm actually feeling a bit yeah. sad for them. Yeah. And she goes, well, he was. And then when Ursula sort of stole him away, 
it's played for a joke, but this notion of he didn't want to be with anyone who looked like both of us. But the idea that you look like the person who broke my heart. Yeah, it's very sad. How do you reconcile that? And so, look, I know Joey's not my boyfriend or even my thermos. <laughs> Listen, you got to talk to Joey. And she's like, yeah, but he's falling in love. He's just there. To, they've been dating a week. They haven't even slept together. That's not serious. Um, and that, Okay, that, that's Rachel's perspective on uh, yep. relationships. Um, we go to the corridor conversation because she goes across the corridor, knocks on the door, and I feel like I can always set up. I can always feel the something. It's just in, in the film shot. I can feel when they're setting up for the double shot. Oh yeah, there was definitely something you could tell this was about to happen. I don't know what it is, but it's just something where you feel it as you watch it. And Phoebe knocks, and Ursula answers. I've written in just her clothes. I mean, just one oversized shirt and some underwear. Yeah. What, was it underneath the... There's like some sh- black shorts or something okay. on, yeah, yeah. And that is the episode. The coda, Rachel's taking the lights down in the freezing cold and falls... And Rachel should have died. ...off the <laughs> roof. Yeah, this was a step too far. Yeah. Where, like... I, just have her slip backwards onto the balcony. Onto the balcony, yeah. 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 Like, you're just talking about a foot. Now, it, you get the nice funny shot of Heckles going, this is what I'm talking about. And it is a little bit ridiculous yeah. in this regard. But it also shows that, like, he's not really that bothered when someone's hanging there. Yeah. But the, the logistics of how did you get her down has to be answered. It's just too, it's just yeah, too sick on ridiculous. It's too yeah. over the top. Absolutely. So uh, I would guess I would just go, because we're out to literally go from here right into episode 17. Mm-hmm. What's this is the one part of the water cooler I'll do? What's different in the lives of our friends? Um, Ross is having a crisis about being a father. Yep. Uh, yeah phoebe's having a bit of a moment with joey but that's about it it's the first real friction we've seen yeah. between two of the friends to this yeah. point and chandler's about to be fired <laughs> or yeah. he should be chandler should be fired but chandler's relationship with nina is over yeah okay i've started a list of all the people we see our friends date oh, okay <laughs> so i'm gonna add to the list now nina to chandler's list and chandler's list had just been janice and you need to add ursula to joey's list Oh, I do need to do that. Thank you very much. So Nina, 1.16, and Fun Ursula, fact, 1.16. Whilst doing that, yep. um, the TV show that's playing when Monica has the manual and is trying to fix the Spanish settings. Family family Matters. Uh, the Patty Duke show, apparently. One of them is. The one with Urkel is Family Matters. Okay, so when, they, when she's trying to fix it is okay. the Patty Duke show, which is themed around Patty Duke playing identical cousins, Patty and Kathy Lane. So... They oh, are. that was the black and white one, was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so they're, yeah. they're playing twins in this episode. I guess it would be like if they put the parent trap on. Yeah. With who, uh, Hay- sort of. Hayley Mills or whatever. Yeah, similar sort of vibe. So this is Joey's third girlfriend that we've seen. Mm-hmm. We saw Angela, who she and Monica try and break up. Mm-hmm. In, the, in, uh, in the one with the East German laundry detergent. Yep. We've seen Lorraine. Yep. In the one with the Candy Hearts and now Ursula. That's three. Chandler's got two. Yes. All right. So uh, I have to ask a question, though, about Ross, because I put Ross down as two. Does Ross's kiss with Carol count for the list? No. No? Because they're not dating. I guess they were already a I thing think they before they have to go like on a date. So, he's, just at, okay, so he's, he's the lowest at one. Mm-hmm. The highest are Monica and Phoebe with four each. Okay. Phoebe surprised me yeah. that we got to four. <laughs> but such is. But some of hers are, are little small ones. Like Tony, the guy she cheats with. Not cheats with the guy she she breaks up with alongside uh, Janice and yeah. Phoebe. Yeah, yeah. With Janice and Chandler. Yeah. And then we get David, who of course we remember. Yeah. Then there's Roger, the psychiatrist, yes. and then we had the fireman. Yeah. 
Because have you two, added the two? Have not, you added the doctors? Not yet, because we haven't got to them yet. We're okay, not, course, not in this episode. Yeah, yeah, no, so, uh, anything else? Not really. Fee, Rachel's been hanging there, but we, as far as like big picture, what's changed for them? Ross isn't sure about being a parent. Mm-hmm. Chandler was in a relationship, but now he's single again. Yep. That's pretty much it. Not much of an episode, really, for Monica and Rachel. No. They're just commenting on other things. Yeah. But Chandler's not going to have much of an episode coming forward, so... No, they kind of switch places, don't they? Yeah. So let's jump ahead to that one now. Episode 17. And the version on Netflix, we just go right into it. There is no new credits. No, it, it cuts we got the, the... We got the names at the bottom of the screen. Yeah, you get the idea that the cold open for this one is, is the, the coda from the, the previous but you don't get the fountain you don't get anything that, like that yeah. but i imagine it would have had it in, in, in the real deal yeah yeah um so the hospital the nurse at reception is surprised <laughs> she goes you know oh my god she's my her foot's broken yada, yada, yada. oh my god your christmas lights are still up <laughs> uh they fill out the form monica for some reason has to fill it out for rachel in case of emergency we find out that they're each other's case of emergencies that's really sweet is, is there another episode that does a bit with that or is that a different tv show i don't know okay. i don't remember well enough no uh insurance yep definitely gonna want some of that <laughs> i'm really surprised in some capacity that, that rachel might not still be covered by her dad's insurance i'm sure she would be because he's that i know she wanted to make it on her own but insurance i insurance yeah. is the one thing you go no, you okay i'll stay on off. that yeah, yeah yeah and this is really hard for a couple of people who are not from america to sort of wrap our heads around yeah but i remember like when i lived in the states for one year mm. i got health insurance to christmas because it was a dollar a day if i bought it in advance yeah but then i didn't really have the 150 180 dollars it would have cost me to get from january to, to the end of june yeah so I, I lived with the hope and the prayer of if I got hurt, put me on a plane back to Canada. Yeah. Cause that, and, and I did my ankle in, and I was really worried I was going to, but it turned out it was just like a, a light sprain. Yeah. 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 The idea of having of someone not being able to be treated in a hospital because they haven't got insurance, to me, is completely dystopian. Oh, absolutely. It's abso- absolutely. I, I'll go out and it's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I will say once again, more time, I sprained my ankle very badly here. I walked into a hospital. I gave my name. Yeah. I didn't have to prove I was the name I was. No. I just gave him my name. Yeah. And I was treated. I was given crutches. I was given uh, ph- pharmaceuticals at a discount price, the price yeah. that every other British citizen would pay. British resident, not even citizen, but I think. Yeah. British resident. I am a citizen, but besides yeah, the yeah. point. Yeah. So it was really uh, to think about that versus this scene where a couple hundred That's dollars insane. just for x-rays. Like I had x-rays taken. I mean, yeah. when I did my finger in COVID times, yeah. I went in, I gave my name, my address, and they went, okay, yeah, we've pulled up your file. I waited 20 minutes. Bear in mind, it was in COVID, so it was quite empty anyway. But I waited 20 minutes. They x-rayed my finger. They then went, yeah, okay, you've broken it. They took me in. They gave me lo- three lots of local anesthetics. The first one didn't work, but they don't. that doesn't matter. They'll go until they can't give you anymore. Yep. Then that didn't work, so they gave me some drugs to kind of take whilst they were literally doing surgery on my finger mm-hmm. in the room. And I walked out of there with two appointments, one fracture clinic, one doctor's appointment so they can take my stitches out it's all completely free because that's what it should be yeah. how was your figure um i mean i still sometimes if i touch the end of it i can't so just a little bit of lack there's, of feeling there's lack of feeling in the end of it and also but it looks fine. yeah yeah the nail yeah. grew back they were like your nail might not grow back yeah uh luckily it did um but there's still when i've not got nail varnish on to protect my nails so i can turn them into cat claws uh there is a claw there is a uh, scar underneath the nail bed that's all right yeah but yeah first things go it could have been a lot worse it could have been a lot worse i could have lost the nail completely Ugh, yep. gross um you'd be like chandler is missing a finger yeah. part of one of his fingers yeah. yeah um so there we go um 
so they make up the plan that Rachel's going to use Monica's insurance. And Monica definitely doesn't want to do this. And Rachel definitely wants her to do this. Says, Come on, you're my in case of emergency person. Not a great version. No. But Monica has to go back and get a new set of forms and says, I put down my information rather than my friends. And her only excuse is, that's me. I'm just I'm that stupid. That stupid. Surely the receptionist sees this all the time and would be like, are you sure you're not committing insurance fraud? Yeah, I think we need to just play sitcom logic and just go, yeah. it's a funny, we want to see how the story plays out. But you have to suspend your disbelief on that one. Yeah, I suppose because I'm already almost kind of suspending my disbelief that it's a thing anyway, because here it isn't yeah, a yeah. thing. It's a, it's, yep. To me, it's like, okay, what? all right. Central Perk we go to. Ross had a dream. He was playing football with his kid. He's telling Chandler and Joey, uh, which is, he kind of brought this amongst himself in the previous yeah. episode. Um, he's like, so I get hiked the baby. And uh, <laughs> no football with the, the baby. baby. Yes. <laughs> and the Tampa Bay defense is coming right at me. And Joey goes, Tampa Bay's got a terrible team. <laughs> and Ross goes, well, it is just me and the baby, so I'm thinking they can take us. <laughs> and he heaves it downfield, at which point Chandler, you know, he's doing the sitcom thing, setting up the next line. But I don't think I'd be like, what are you mad as a baby? <laughs> and uh, Joey goes, what, he should take the sack? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ross is like, was, I'm sprinting downfield. And before he can run up and catch the baby, he wakes up. And he doesn't know what that means. He says, maybe I'm not set up to be a father. And Chandler says, you are one of the kindest, best men in all of North America. <laughs> that was a different barometer for the rest of the world. Yes. North America, you're yeah. good. He, that's, he's done his research for that portion. It would be irresponsible <laughs> to go beyond that. Uh, Joey says, maybe, maybe you and the baby just need better blocking. <laughs> I, this, this is the sort of Joey I like. Yeah. It's when he becomes too cartoony that I would go, oh, really? But this this is good. This it's is all right. Yeah, yeah. He's, just, he's just a bit cash. Yeah. Joey just says he's going to take Ursula to the Rainbow Room. Is that expensive? We find out it is. He says, what about Phoebe? He goes, what, what, when, when's, when's her birthday? And they're like, it's tonight. He goes, that's tonight? And he goes, what are the odds of that happening? And Ross just goes, you take your time. <laughs> and Chandler and he wait. There's a pause. And he nods. And then Chandler goes, there it is. And Joey hopes Phoebe will forgive him. Um, I think in the notion of friend versus new romance, mm. it's a sticky wicket. I think I'm with Joey on this. Oh, dep- I mean, they've only been dating a week or less than a week at this point. I'm just, to that, I'd go... Mm, surely she already had birthday plans maybe no, that's true but also they have been out every night though so you can argue about both sides of that yeah so it's an established thing or you can do a one night off yeah yeah but if it's a sisterly jealousy thing you could see one being like no 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 it's 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 me yeah yeah just the same um so joey hopes phoebe will forgive him we go to the medical room at the hospital and monica and rachel are met by uh as we'll later find out Two doctors, two cute doctors, cute doctors, doctors who are cute. Yeah. Noah Weil and George Clooney. It took me so long to realize. Now, I didn't think you'd recognize Noah Weil, but I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. Do you recognize one on the right? So I just went, do you recognize these people? They were both on a TV show at this time called ER. Oh, okay. ER was the number one show on television. It was on at 10 o'clock. So NBC had its must-see TV Thursday night lineup, Mm -hmm. and they had it for like two decades. It was like the the king of television nights. And typically, you would have had like Cheers followed by another sitcom 
Wings followed by another, sorry, Seinfeld followed by another sitcom, ER. Yeah. And then when Cheers came off the air, Friends got its spot. So it was like Friends yeah. something, Seinfeld something, ER. So it was it was this giant, I guess Mad About You is probably on the block. That's why yeah, it's it crossover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was this giant, it was called Must See TV, and it really was. Like it was, it was the most important cultural evening of the week of television watching. It's, it's clever to program it that way because it means everyone can kind of just make sure that they're not got plans on that one night and yeah. they're not going to miss things and everyone's going to watch because they're not doing anything else. In a world before yeah. on demand, in a world yeah, yeah. before streaming, in a world that even before like DVD sales. Yeah. So you missed it? You missed it unless yeah. you want to wait for a rerun, at which point you've already jumped ahead in the story anyway. So what's the point? Yep. So it really was. like I had, I remember we had it when I was in uh, OAC, which is the kind of the, at the time was the Canadian version of what we call A-level over here. We asked uh-huh. our history teacher, because there was to be a dance at the school that night. We're like, we're like, are, are you going to the dance? And he went, yeah, Friends is a repeat. <laughs> I mean, if Friends wasn't a repeat, he no, I, I, yeah, I am missing that. Like, yeah. it was that big of a deal. Yeah. Um. So um it turns out they're cute oh I, I she goes i didn't know you could be aren't you aren't you awfully cute to be a doctor and she means young and she goes <laughs> and um jennifer aniston says nice one rach to which of course monica has to respond Thanks. thank you <laughs> <laughs> they do some good stuff with that bit i do enjoy it uh we go to phoebe's birthday party and the song plan is what's the frequency kenneth by rem just a big shout out there um they've arranged for that uh, rem is the band who did the song for the canadian number one who i'd never heard of before uh, okay. this one i knew oh well, yeah. did i know it at that time i don't think I, I don't think i knew it at this time i think i knew it uh, later. yeah they've arranged for dates with the cute doctors doctors cute doctors doctors who are cute <laughs> uh, and it is part of the status symbol still of like landing a doctor at least in the states because doctors are wealthy yeah. Yeah, and they can take care security and all those sorts of old yep. housewife 1950s kind of tropes. Yeah, yeah. Like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. She'd have loved a doctor. Yeah. In fact, whatever, how far into Maisel do you get? I don't know. Not that far. In season two, she dates a doctor. Yes, I yes. have seen that. Book. Okay. That's a great season when they're away at the uh, at, at lake. Yes, yeah. I have seen some of that. Um. Ross comes in and drops the cake because he knocked. When has Ross ever knocked? Never. Yeah, this is... And isn't there every reason for him not to knock today? Because it would yeah. give the impression. So that's the only thing I don't like is when it sort of breaks its own... I guess you needed a reason to sort of... Can the cake have been knocked over in some other capacity? Yeah, it could have been. It could have been even get Marcel to knock it over or something. Yeah, he puts it, puts it on the table. Marcel comes over, knocks it yeah. over. It's more tension or about like Marcel. jumps in it or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I'm, I think he's still with the idea that you could rescue it. I think if he jumps in the cake, I don't know if we can do that anymore. It's funny though, isn't it? <laughs> it's gross. Oh, jump! Okay, jumps on the on the box lid and like smashes it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Or picks up something and drops it on the top of the box. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if he. Uh, I think I pointed it out. Gunther is in the back of the shot. I didn't spot him, but I know you did. He's say in the back that. left. He doesn't look like Gunther yet. They haven't quite figured out his look. He looks very skinny too. Very uh, very okay, skinny. No, I didn't spot him. Uh, so big shout out for Gunther there though. Yeah. And we find out uh, everybody's all Phoebe's friends are there and Betty. You found Betty. <laughs> Everyone I love is in the same room. Where's Joey? And then she gets sad. And I'm like, if I'm anybody else at that party, like, is this a bit entitled to think everybody will be there? Well, no, because but she's instantly put together. Okay, she's with her, he's with Ursula instead, and ma- that's why she's yeah, sad. Yeah, but you make a big deal about Betty, and then you ask about Joey, and then you're sad. Doesn't it kind of tell everybody like some sort of ranking? No, I think it is that she's just, Joey's also not there. I, this is bad etiquette by Phoebe. 
No, I'm all right with it. Phoebe, Joey's not her boyfriend. No, but he's obviously chosen Ursula over her. Yes. And that's going to sting. That's okay. Yeah, but it's going to sting because uh, that's your twin sister that you've always had rivals with. Uh, and now she's, steal- she's stealing your friend. Uh, yeah, no. I'm okay. right. You're wrong. I, 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 we disagree on this. And I'm not usually, I'm not like a bro, like bro, you know, you know, you know, go get the girl. No, I'm not that guy. But no, I know. Sorry. Yeah. We can disagree. It's fine. But I'm right. You're wrong. If you love so many of the people, I, I love that everybody she loves is in the same room and that, and that, um, Gunther's made the cut. Yeah. He just works at the coffee shop and we've never seen them talk. Because no. <laughs> Gunther's not really a thing till like season two. No. Um, so there we are um okay we go back now ross is having breakfast with his father and this is our first time i think on the pod having jack geller yeah yeah. having jack geller and i'm like oh giddy up love me some jack geller elliot gould is amazing Mm -hmm. Uh, another oceans 11 alumnus oh yeah there we go i include it on that but yeah um, and he said he'd love to have some of the sun-dried tomato business. I love sun-dried tomatoes. <laughs> oh, I think it's amazing. Love sun-dried it's tomatoes. Such a, it's such a favorite thing. Such a dense packet of flavor. It's so good. And that with like little tiny mozzarella balls. Yep. Oh, it is a very 19... So good. Sun-dried tomatoes were a very 1990s food fad, so they were everywhere. Yeah. And I don't think I had them because I think they sounded... Gr- the minute you got dried, I was like... Eh. And, 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 and they don't... No, they're very moist. Yeah. But they look really unappealing. They look like prunes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are one of my favorite foods. I love um, them. Ross asked his dad if he ever panicked, and he kind of said it wasn't really the way we did things back then. He's like, I wasn't around that much. Is that what this is about? <laughs> and he goes, we can still do things. We can go to Colonial Williamsburg. I love Jack Geller. This cracked me up because there's a YouTube channel I watch, uh, Sophia Nygaard, who is like, quite funnily obsessed with like colonial williamsburg and she got to go like not that long ago and made okay. a massive video about it and she like dressed up for the day and like helped them work there and stuff so i knew what colonial williamsburg was it really made me laugh because like oh i know that there's a reference i get <laughs> so ross asks his dad when did you start to feel like a father and he shares this story of ross grabbing his finger with his whole fist and you squeezed it so tight and that's when i knew and there's a beat because Ross is really touched. Mm-hmm. And Jack goes, so you don't want to go to Williamsburg? <laughs> and he's like, no, we can go to Williamsburg. And he, he's this nice bonding moment with yeah, his dad. Uh, you know, who are talking to each other kind of as men and not as father and son for a minute, yeah. just sort of reflecting. Um, and this is, uh, now we go to the date, which is probably for me the high point of the whole double episode. Um monica so uh, the, the, the boys come in and one of them goes monica how's the ankle and monica goes to answer and of course rachel has to answer because rachel still has to <laughs> pretend to be monica because they're afraid the doctors will rat them out yeah which i think <sighs> i don't know if legally they can oh i think i think just the opposite i think legally they're obligated to are they I imagine if you're a doctor and you're aware of fraud is being is taking yeah, place and you are now party to that fraud. The medical system and the insurance system are so tightly bound, you can't do this, I think, in the States. Okay, fair. Well, it's just because, like, obviously, over here, if you were to, like, be a like, med- patient, like, doctor, confidentiality, confidentiality is massive over here. So it, it this isn't confidentiality. Yeah. This, is, this is someone committed fraud and I'm aware of it. Yeah. So fair. you become party to it then if you know. Yeah. So she needs a follow-up on her ankle. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yeah, you'd be yeah. like, no, you're going to go somewhere else. So Rachel wants to come clean. So Monica wants to come clean. I've got the names wrong of myself. And Rachel tells her to stop being a wuss. And then we cut. And it was a nice little moment. 
Clooney's doing most of the talking because Clooney's probably the biggest star on TV at this point. And it, it was this point where I started looking at him yeah. and realized I knew who he was but couldn't place him. And then I just looked at you and went, See you in Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to tell you until you got close. Then when you got Ocean's Eleven, I went, Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the guy from Ocean's yeah. Eleven. I says, Look around. There's no pagan altars. <laughs> There's no ritual sacrifice. No pile of bones. Yes. Because uh, every time they, we find out, every time they date women from the hospital, they end up being mental. And then we just get the closing line of an argument. The more every every day, you're getting more and more like your mother. Again, from Rachel, the Monica. So Monica has, I think. So they start telling each other's stories a little bit. Yeah, but like the worst parts of. Yeah. Um, because they ask Rachel how long Monica, Rachel as Monica, mm. how long have you had the apartment? And so she says, "Oh, I've been here for six years." And you know. Rachel just moved in six months ago. So Monica, as Rachel says, I left a guy at the altar. I know it's pretty selfish, but hey, that's just that's me. me. <laughs> at which point, so the boys keep trying to move the conversation on, and they ask Rachel, who's posing as Monica, mm. what do you do for a living? And so Rachel responds, I'm a chef at a restaurant downtown. They say, good for you. She says, yeah, it is, because I get to boss people around, which I just love to do. <laughs> At which point, Monica, as Rachel, st- breaks out in laughter out of nowhere. And they're like, kind of everyone's like, what's going on? She goes, I just realized I'm so I am so spoiled. And they look for more. She goes, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Rachel, as Monica, says, hey, did I ever t- Back in high school, I was a real cow. <laughs> and it kind of crescendos eventually with... Uh, Rachel, as Monica, says, I use my breast to get people's attention, to which point Monica, as Rachel, comes back with, <laughs> we, we both do that. Do that. <laughs> and it's this moment of, again, it's tension. It's the best way to end this. And the phone rings. Yeah. And they wait, and they wait, and I'm willing to forgive social commentary, because you wouldn't do it definitely on a mobile phone today. But you need something that's so... so um, Clooney picks up the phone mm. and says, hey, Rach, it's your dad. <laughs> At which point Monica has to answer. And she takes this opportunity to let Monica's, so Rachel's dad know <laughs> that the real Rachel slept with Billy Treskin. Uh, they had sex on his bed. <laughs> and that's the, that, 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 that's, that's the high point. Yeah. And of course, the our, the real Rachel is like running around after Monica, so a, a little bit of suspension disbelief. I think if you looked at this, you'd probably go, "Okay, there clearly something's different here." Yeah, yeah. The next day, uh, we find out because the, you know this bathrobes being worn or nightgowns or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 Rachel saying, "Why would I sleep with Billy Treskin? His father tried to put you out of business." I like to mention that Rachel's dad is a heart surgeon. <laughs> so there's some inconsistency about where yeah. she got her money from early on mm-hmm. because by the time they start to uh date ross and rachel i know there's a scene in, i'm sure we're gonna do the episode with 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 the two parties i'm sure of it mm-hmm. but i believe ross sort of questions him about his day and hey shake it off and he goes i had a man die on my table today yeah so yeah he's there's no business to be had as much as we've talked about the business of uh yeah, yeah. you can't put someone out of the heart surgeon business no i didn't say <laughs> um so there we go uh the hospital phones and it turns out there's a problem with the forms and they realize okay we're gonna come clean this isn't worth it it turns out just a signature if it's missing but they're gonna come clean joey comes in he's sad ursula stood him up 
Phoebe says, don't you hate it when people aren't there for you? <laughs> Not us, because we're the podcast that's there for you when the rain starts to fall. We're best film ever. Um, he can't believe she's blowing him off. And Phoebe looks conflicted about what to do. And so she goes to riffs, and we have another double conversation. Yeah. Where <laughs> Ursula just flat out steals someone's food. Yeah. <laughs> and they sit down. Like, Are you busy? She's like, I'm working. Uh, but that's the answer to yeah. no, I'm not. <laughs> There's some really. This one was really clever the doubles because it wasn't just a straight. They're alone in an empty corridor. No, they did this really well. I've shot that. Yeah, yeah, I've shot that and done that all right. But the idea of people moving around, people moving around, yeah. and they came in a diagonal, so yeah. no one can move over that center line. Yeah. So you have to. Oh, it was really well done. Actually, I was impressed. Mm. Um. So there we go. It turns out Phoebe got Ursula a Judy Jetson thermos for her birthday. She says, "Oh, I got you something." Well, how do you know it's going by? Twin thing. And she's gives Phoebe the sweater that Joey gave her. Yeah. Now, the question about why the sweater is just laying out at riffs in the customer seating area in the box is a bit. I think she goes into like a coat, like a, there's like coats hanging up. So it's like she's dumped. It's as if she's like dumped it just in the. Uh, in she like brought it to work with her. Well, maybe he gave it to her at work. Maybe. She goes, are you going to call Joey? And she goes, nah, he's so smart. He'll figure it out. And it didn't get a laugh. So they haven't made Joey dumb yet. No. Um, even though we've done the whole wait for it thing, he's not that yet. No. And Phoebe says, you have not changed. Uh, no, Ursula says to her, you have not changed because she won't eat the chicken. Uh, the chicken. And Phoebe goes, you too. And you can clearly see it's about yeah. how who Ursula is. Back to the hospital, Monica's asking for some new forms again because, hey, you're just, just that stupid. Um, Rachel decides, and I'm just going to pay with a check. And the nurse goes, you know your insurance will cover this. She goes, yeah, I'm not that bright either. <laughs> uh, we go back to Monica's apartment. Ross is getting a pep talk from Chandler about being a good father. Marcel eats a Scrabble tile, yep, which necessitates them – rushing the the monkey to the hospital i don't care i, I know it's for the sake of this thing yeah. there's no way this happens okay. um especially because the same monkey is like the animal star of outbreak <laughs> which is like all about like you know how an, how an animal spreads disease especially because like diseases and things that are compatible with monkeys are more likely to be compatible with yep. humans yep yeah which is you know look at the world today and then the rumors that were started about about you know um corona yeah, it was bats, wasn't it? Bats and, oh, it was bats and then, bats. oh, the Wuhan flu, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then. Well, bats get a bad rap. Bats are good boys and girls. I, I love bats. I'm not a fan. Probably my mom's uh, irrational fear passed off into me, but yeah. Um, just puppies with wings. Uh, that's kind of gross. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Clooney, though, volunteers to take a look at Marcel after a speech by Ross about how Marcel is people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I, it's, we're, I wish so much. Schwimmer's had a rough double episode. Yeah, yeah. Because Schwimmer had the Lamaze thing, and that wasn't, a, that wasn't a great story. No. Uh, it was supposed to set up this existential crisis, but it didn't really work. And then he's got this monkey thing. No. And it's a great, uh, so it then says, oh, hi, Monica. And then Monica goes, hi, and Rachel, goes, Rachel, oh, right, yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's, again, rapid fire. We can't really j- do it justice with one person no. doing all the lines, but it's really well done. Uh, so whoever directed this, the guy who's doing all season two, not bad. I would have thought it was James Burroughs if you hadn't. Uh, yeah, uh, it's well done. Told me otherwise. 
Uh, we go back to Central Perk. Phoebe is trying to break up with Joey. Now, here's, as Ursula. Yeah. As Ursula. Here's my question. Mm. Does Phoebe cross a line with what I'm calling the Phoebe test? A little bit, yeah. When she goes, well, he goes, is it because, Joey goes, is it because of Phoebe? And she goes, well, if it was, would you stop dating her? That's not fair to ask Joey when he doesn't know that you're Phoebe. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, she she's testing him. That is what it is. That's absolutely yeah. a test. Yeah. And he passes. But just because he passes doesn't justify that the test is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just making sure. And he goes, you know, you're going to be really... Oh, she, goes, she goes, you know, you're going to be really hard to get over. She's saying all the things she needs, you know, the good things to say yeah. to break up. And Joey goes, I know. <laughs> and he looks at her and goes, I don't know if it's just because we're breaking up, but you've never looked so beautiful. Now, let's pay attention to the verbiage used. Yeah. Fee- Ursula was hot. Yep. Phoebe He's gets beautiful. to be beautiful. Yeah. I'm not a girl. <laughs> I would think I'd rather be called the latter than the former. Because mm-hmm. hot just means... Fuckable. Yeah, I was going to try and find another way to say it, but that's exactly the word that was in my head. That was in my head. I got a conversation. I was watching this. uh, this, this, Oh, you don't have time for for, for an aside here, do you? Not really. Okay, I'll move on. I'll move on. Um, Where am I at here? So they kiss, and after they kiss, Phoebe sits back and kind of like takes the kiss in, and Joey walks away, but he's touching his mouth. Because there's that, you kiss some people in the, the first time and there's like this, I don't know what it is, there's this energy. Yeah. And he sort of holds his mouth and walks back and he goes, Phoebes? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he kind of looks at her with this like hand on heart, like that's fantastic. Oh, that's, 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 that's such a sweet thing to do. Yeah. Which is interesting because he'll repay the favor to her later on when she has her 30th but doesn't know it's her 30th she's already 31 and never had uh, a perfect yeah, yeah. kiss he will find her and give her yeah her perfect kiss in the uh in the alley so uh it was nice to look at that and realize oh this this thing happens yeah no it's very sweet back to the hospital we find out that they sort of i guess they pumped marcel's stomach or whatever and they found a k as well as an m and an o Chandler thinks he was trying to spell monkey. monkey. <laughs> you know what? It's not a great joke. Matthew Perry's just, just so good so at delivering well. it. Yeah. yeah. And they say, feel like a dad yet? And he goes, no. And Chandler's like, you came through in the clutch. That's very dad. Yeah. And then Marcel mirrors the baby story from earlier. And we have the, in a New York minute. Ooh. <laughs> and then Ross looks at his finger. And then he looks at, he looks at everybody else. And they're like, oh, it means. I don't know about Chandler's thing. You know, some people are saying, scientists are saying that babies <laughs> and monkeys are different these days. <laughs> Jeez. But the idea that something is obviously grateful and cares for him because that's what the monkey is doing. Yeah. He's reaching out and being like. Thanks. Is he going to give bed up and put him in a zoo? No. Okay, there we go. But it doesn't mean that the monkey doesn't have feelings. The coda is very meta because we get an episode of Friends in Espanol. Yes. And that was fun. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, and we have a little bit of overacting, maybe more like a telenovela as yeah. opposed to, but yeah, just the, the happiest Friends episode ever. And that's how the one with two parts ends. So what has changed? Uh, Ross has stopped having his crisis. And we're getting ready. The birth is it's coming. Imminent, yeah. It's imminent. Yeah. Like it's on the doorstep now. We're talking about fatherhood. That's that. Yep. Uh, we had our first conflict, but it's been resolved between friends. Yep. In, in, in two ways. We had the Ursula, not Ursula, 
We had Ursula and Phoebe conflict. We had Phoebe Joey conflict. Yeah. And we had, Rachel. although it was forgiven by the next morning. Rachel Monica conflict. Rachel Monica, because Rachel looks over at Monica when she's explaining to her dad. And Monica's yeah. got like a little, a little smile. Little like brain, it's yeah. not messed up with their relationship. They're okay. No, they were, they were kind of playing, playing chicken with each other the whole time. Yeah. Like, how far can we push this? Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have that. Uh, also, I think the bonded experience of we don't want to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> I think that helps. Yeah. Um, so is there I mean, i'm not gonna lie i imagine monica actually ends up paying the check oh probably yeah, yeah. chandler didn't get much of anything in episode two he's just there as ross's wingman yeah uh joey is doing the ursula thing yeah phoebe's involved with the ursula thing the two girls have their thing now they're on the date so yeah. uh as far as big case scenarios rachel and monica have another uh sort of unlucky in love situation yep so uh we never really figured out which doctor was going with who no which is kind of strange because george clooney and the other doctor are quite considerably in different in age there's probably about 10 if not yeah, 15 yeah. years between them 1.17 i'm gonna say that monica is with george clooney and i forget what noah wiles character was that yeah. bothers me but I'll say Dr. Noah while, and I'll figure it out later. <laughs> Dr. Noah. They gave them names, but no, they can be Doug Ross in there because they were doctors. That's the other part of the reason. So they were doctors on ER, so they're doctors in this yeah. too. Now, we're not their characters from ER. Uh, okay. They didn't do that because I think... It's a different hospital. Yeah, because one's in New York, one's in Chicago. Yeah. ER's in Chicago. But secondly, also is the idea, I think that... Doug Ross's character, I'm sorry, Doug Ross, the character, uh, George Clooney's character, mm. had a romantic partnership in right, the, in that yeah. show. So he can't. So I don't think he was lines, able. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can't have him all of a sudden be getting it off with Rachel <laughs> Green. So there we go. Uh, we got two of them here, two of them. So I'm going to go 1.16, 1.17. Whose story is it? Uh, the first one is, it's kind of Ross, isn't it, with the baby thing? Uh, I guess because there's more Ursula stuff in the next in the second. Part, you think I so? Think. I think so. Okay, so you're Don't gonna really go. Know. You're gonna go with it's 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 Ross in, in episode one. Yeah, I'm gonna go episode one. Oh, is there enough? I'm trying to figure if I can go Chandler with it. <laughs> I don't think there is enough for Chandler. He's enough, got some no. stuff to do. So I will go with... I'm going to go Joey. I guess a Joey story. I think it's Joey in the first half and Phoebe in the second half. That's where I'm going to go with that. Half, yeah. Okay. But I do acknowledge the Ross, the Ross version of it. Yeah. Okay, MVP of episode number one. Who's your favorite friend? Uh, oh, I can't remember. I can't remember the split in half um phoebe phoebe yeah phoebe, phoebe. i'm gonna go with chandler mm-hmm. i think uh we need a b plot mm-hmm. and there's nothing else going on besides yeah well i guess we do i guess it's a c plot we need because yeah. the a plot we have two which one's really the a plot i think it's joey and ursula Maybe, but, maybe, yeah. but maybe it is Ross. I don't okay. know. But obviously, I went with Joey and Phoebe as my two two main parts because I feel that that was the bigger story. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was my of, of, of part one, part two. Uh, Joey. I'm gonna go Monica. Mm-hmm. I think Monica's role in the uh, in everything that was the double act. She's very good. I at think it, yeah. I think Courtney Cox is so good in those scenes. Yeah. 
So it's my first time giving Monica any love in that category. <laughs> uh, Joey is a three. He's won three of the last four for you. I like Joey. Yeah, and I, I, that will shift as the seasons go on. And he just becomes an idiot. Yeah, but at the moment, he's he's good. Funniest, well, funniest person, funniest friend. It could be someone outside of that from part one. Um. Don't know. I don't. Remember, I can't remember the jokes. I'm gonna go with Chandler and the Weenus. Yeah, is 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 kind of my thing. I liked. I I like. I like corporate Chandler. I, I can't fire you, sort of Chandler. Yeah, he's quite funny. He's quite funny. I quite. I quite like Susan. Susan in the. You do like Susan a lot. Susan, yeah. yeah, it's your second time giving Susan a win there. Although uh, I totally the one where underdog gets away. I'm totally with you with Susan in the whole, like, they don't let you do it. Yeah, <laughs> <in> class. <laughs> She's brilliant, yeah. I like Susan, yeah. Um, what about in the second part? I'm torn, but I think I might go Joey because of the the scene where they're discussing Ross's dream. That's funny. I, you know what? I almost had Joey there, and I did type over him Monica, because I think Monica, Just she's my favorite because of that double it. act, yeah, and I think yeah. she's she's great with that, and she makes the bit even on the phone, she makes it feel like it's a big reveal. Yeah. Uh, so that's good. Uh, most attractive friend? Um, probably going to go Phoebe. Uh, Phoebe for part one? I mean, probably for both. She's got some both? good looks in this, yeah. Okay. I think I'm, also because you see a double the amount that you usually would. True, true. I'm going to go with... I keep saying Joey. Joey in part one. Mm-hmm. Clooney in part two. Oh, I didn't know we were allowed to pick other people. You picked Jill Goodacre in the second episode we ever did. I don't remember that. <laughs> you, you, you can flip if you want. I'm Nina then in the first one. Oh, Nina? Yeah. Oh, Nina's really attractive, yeah. actually. Yeah. And she's got some brilliant shoes the first time she walks in. The like office. her hair. Very her. 90s hair. hair. But yeah. yeah. New friend. Now, it doesn't be new friend, but favorite non-member of the core six. Um, uh, Nina, then George Clooney. I'm going to give you the chance to change it if you want in a minute. Because my favorite new friend is Ursula. Does that count? She's the character. Fair. Yeah. No, I still, I still like. Still Nina? Yeah. I'm going to go Ursula, and then I'm going to go with Jack. I yeah. love Jack Geller's scene. Yeah, he is lovely. I think it's a wonderful scene between a father and a son. Mm-hmm. You get comedy. You get a poignant moment. It is lovely, yeah. And it, still, and it actually feels like the, these, like the casting, spot on. Yeah, they did do that well. Like Elliot Gould and Schwimmer. Yeah. If you told me they really were father and son, I'd it. buy it. Yeah, yeah. I'd totally buy it. So let's left now with scores. Scores on the doors. And then I will sort of tell you... I guess. Well, um, a curiosity. We've talked about favorite friend. Funny. Do you have a favorite? I mean, I guess we sort of talked around it. My favorite joke was was the double act between. Yeah, the double act in the second one, and the yeah. oh, but I do, I do like the the dream breakdown. That's fun. Um, oh, the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay's terrible. Yeah, he should take the sack. The, the three of them. That's it's fun. Really, That's it's really, really it's really hard. Yeah. yeah. And honorable mention to the description of how the three in the Lamar's class, they bounce yeah, back and forth. Funny. That's funny, too. But, yeah, I'm going to go with that. Um, then our guest star of the episode. Yeah, guest star of the episode. I'm still counting Ursula. Anything, yeah. fe- anything that fell flat? Uh, Chandler and his... Chandler, yeah, dating... Sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. Dating the, is an employee. Yeah. And for me, the Phoebe friendship test. Yeah, a little bit. A little but bit. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, things that show us is the 90s i'll do the obvious one we just got your message 
Yeah. They run to the the, the, the hospital. The phone. Oh, that, people reading newspapers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, not, not knowing that Ursula hadn't flipped jobs because it would be on Facebook. Like. Yep, sun-dried tomatoes. Sun-dried tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pitch an alternate title for the one with two parts. The one with two Phoebes? I say the one with the twins and then what you'd call one Phoebe bracket, like one brackets, one like Ursula, because I enjoy that they are Ursula's introduced in the one with two parts. Kudro. Two distinct characters? Yeah. Yeah, for a sitcom even, yeah, but yeah. even the way she delivers her, her cadence. The way she stands, the way she just yeah. holds herself. Yeah, no, it's very it's very. She's well very good. She is, yeah. Now, maybe part of it's the advantage, because I don't think, I think she struggled finding who Phoebe was out of the gates, as did the writers. Yeah. The writers massively struggled. Well, so they weren't originally going to include her, were they? Is that right? Oh, yeah, she was, she's the sixth add-on, yeah. Okay. You need three and three. Yeah. The show doesn't work without it. Uh, any other alternate titles? I'm quite happy with... Uh, the one with the twins. The one with the twins. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, I think that might be an episode later on, isn't it? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the critics, no critics this week. I don't have anything specific on this one. The ratings. Now let's talk about. It'll be actually. Sure. Oh, I've got this information, so you should have this information. It's only fair. Okay. Which one do you think scored higher on IMDb? Episode one, episode two. Uh two. Episode two is higher. Eight point oh to eight point three. Not massively, then, but no, I mean, they're both in rarefied air. I mean, over yeah. eight's a good score. Yeah. First episode scored 26.1 million viewers. At the time, second highest episode all time. Yeah. It was then instantly dropped down to third place. By the second episode. As the second episode became the new highest watched episode of all time. I'm not with 30.5 million viewers and i think that's the george clooney effect yeah absolutely i think absolutely yeah it's not the not the continuation of a story no. it's not the kudro double act because you would have seen no for, for an extra four million people showed up and they didn't air them what here's the thing they didn't air them one and then the other right afterwards no, they put a week between no, no 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 same night oh they put an episode of like seinfeld or something in the middle of it oh so, yeah, you went it and you came away and you went back for the second half. Oh. So they got it at 8 and 9 because I think numbers had shown that their 9 o'clock was a stronger hour than their 8.30. Oh, okay. So let's have them at both. Strange. And then maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. it was Maverick, but you put something in, it was something in the middle. Yeah. And you go ahead and you use that as your lead-in to it. Yeah. So that's a really interesting sort of call. Yeah. So where are you going to put these? Where are you going to put these in your ones? I think they are two different episodes. Yeah. So um, do you want me to remind you what you've given – Last week? Yeah, go on. Okay, so last week you gave the one with the candy hearts an eight and a half. Okay. Uh, you gave one with the boobies a seven, and I'll say you gave one with the one with the monkey, which is the uh, the, the the party episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, at New Year's, you gave it an eight. So that's kind of where we're at. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to go one, eight, two, eight and a half. So first one gets eight, second one gets yep. eight and a half? Yeah. Uh, okay, eight and a half is my highest. That's the David episode, mm-hmm. which is a sweet episode. I don't think this hits that height. I'm going to go eight for this one. So eight for episode two. Yeah. And it's getting penalized because I hate the ending with Marcel. <laughs> I hate Marcel. So yeah. when he when he starts choking on us, I'm like, this was a really good episode until you got Marcel involved. You know what I mean? <laughs> like all the thing about being a dad, like Marcel is your, oh, come on. Uh, the, the first part, um, we're only getting the first act, really, of the Ursula Joey storyline. And you had conflict, and conflict isn't as much fun as resolution. Mm-hmm. And that's left in the air. Yeah. So I'm going to go seven and a half and eight. Mm-hmm. So there we go. So overall, a pretty good sort of run. So all that's left for us to do now, before you run out the door and go yep. dance, dance, wherever you may be. Yep. With a cat. 
Uh, yeah. Next time, what are we doing next time on Friends of the Podcast? We are doing the one with all the poker. Okay. It's the one where they learn how to play. They yeah. teach the girls how to play poker. Fun. I think I, I can remember bits of that, but not, I, not much. I like it. Uh, I don't think I've watched I, I got really into poker yeah. uh, about 10, 15 years ago when the NHL went on strike and we all played poker as a way to fill our evenings. I got pretty good at it. I played it once. I, I bought. Oh, really? I bought myself. I bought myself lunch for like a winter off <laughs> off of my like colleagues. Like I think I paid for lunch all winter long because I was just like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and utilize this to to extend my sort of lunch budget. <laughs> so we had a little restaurant at work. So I was like, all right, I can make this happen. So that is it for that. So please join us next time when we do. The one with all the poker. For best film ever, I've been And I've been Georgia. And until next time, we are on a break. We'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop.